0: Hello, it's editing, Greg. Uh, just popping in here to say that we had some technical difficulties with the platform we use to record. So the audio that we have today, I'll say, is B-plus quality. It's not not quite the usual, so please bear with us. But we didn't want to skip this episode. We had a lot of information here that we want to share, so please Enjoy.
1: Welcome back to the Park Life Podcast. I'm your girl, Beth, hanging out here with my boy, Greg. Greg, it's What's me. What's up, Greg? Greg. Yeah, we're, in the, we're back in the studio we're not in the parks anymore. It's a bad day, right? I you know. It's a shame. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Um, I would love it if you would cry for me, actually, because I am really sad that we're not in the parks. Anymore. It was a good trip for us. We had a wonderful time, but we're back in the studios, and it's Thanksgiving week, so... Happy, happy turkey yeah. day. anyway um, some of you may not agree with this, but the Adams Family Values is a Thanksgiving movie. There you go. So hmm. you can watch that for your Thanksgiving, your Thanksgiving side. I don't know on. that I've
0: seen it in a long time. Do you know what
1: I'm talking about? Oh my gosh. If you haven't seen it. Uh where well the kids go to camp and they do like a Thanksgiving um play in it and it's very funny. Anyways. Interesting. In end, about a month, great. we can
0: have the argument as to whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but we'll wait until then. We don't want to spoil it.
1: It absolutely is. That's okay. Uh, you're wrong if yes. you say it's not. Anyways, moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it's Thanksgiving week. Everyone's got things going on. Greg's got Cracker Barrel, you know, coming. So there's that. <laughs> I'm doing a Friendsgiving on Thanksgiving. I'm really excited about that. And then we're doing Thanksgiving oh. with Doug's family after that. But yeah, got some fun stuff going on. How about you? All right.
0: Um, yeah. Thanksgiving, our annual tradition now of watching the SNL skit of how Adele saves Thanksgiving. If you know what I'm talking about, uh, yes. hopefully, mm-hmm. if not, go check it out. We, we've we been watching it now. I think it's a couple of years in a row. That's, it. that's, that's the only tradition I have with Nicole for Thanksgiving, so other than going out to uh, meeting up with family. Anyway, yeah. um, I spent some time this weekend, as did you, watching the D23 Destination D event mm-hmm. over the weekend. So that's Part of the D23, and if you're wondering, D23 is Disney's official fan club, and they put on a mm-hmm. convention kind of thing every other year. There wasn't one last year, so they had like a off-year one this year held in Disney World. Often it's held in Anaheim, but it was here at the Contemporary, and typically with the event comes at least a highlight reel of some things that are coming in the future, usually announcements and stuff. And this time, right. uh, although there were some announcements, they weren't as monumental as the previous one where they announced, like, the complete overhaul of Epcot and just, like, a yeah. bunch of things. A lot of those things aren't happening anymore because of COVID. But um, I think mm-hmm. we got a couple of nice nuggets in there. And what I liked about it this year was I thought the panels were really good. And I, we have some um, a couple of highlights oh, yeah. for you all for some segments that were interesting that would lend themselves well to an audio podcast. Some of them I feel like you really had to see. And uh, I want to mm-hmm. go through some of that. And I have some follow up questions for you, Ms. Beth, um, from your trip okay. uh that we talked about in the park. But we'll do that after oh. we talk about the D23 events and such. D23. It was probably like 10 or I don't know, a lot of hours of content over the weekend. And if you didn't see all of it or any of it, don't worry. We saw what we needed to see and we compiled a whole list of things. That we think you'd want to know yeah, much. Um, what they talked yeah. about there over at the Contemporary. So, go, um, you know, if you read other Disney blogs and stuff, you probably have heard some of these highlights before. But I hope that we're going in a little bit more depth because I made sure to watch the panels that um, expanded on some of these bullet points. And I have some audio uh, from those panels as well. But first, we'll start off with a clip from Josh Tomorrow. He spoke at the beginning of the D23 event to kick it off. He's president of Parks and Resorts of mm-hmm. Disney and he gave his highlight list of what's coming in 2022. And here's what he had to say. And that's not all in the new year. World of Color is returning to Disney California Adventure. And Fantasmic is returning to Disneyland Park. And Phantasmix also returning to Disney's Hollywood Studios. And at the Magic Kingdom, the Festival of Fantasy Parade is coming back. Along with an updated castle show, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, especially for the 50th anniversary celebration. And thanks so much to our cast who have brought this all to life. It is so great to see you back as well, as you can all see. We are back. You can tell what people are excited about because it's like, we're bringing back Fantasmic. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back Festival of yeah. Fantasy. Yeah. We have a new stage Woo! show. Cool. Cool. Oh, <laughs> all
1: right. Yeah. All right. Well, they're like, we don't yes. trust you any guys right now. So we'll just wait. We'll have to wait <laughs> and see on that. And then we'll cheer later. Also, when they yes. uh, mentioned that, I'm like, does that mean the uh, phallic character from Tangled coming back? I don't know. He was in the old friendship fair, but we'll talk about it. Oh, after.
0: we'll see. You know what I'm, so, t- um, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. We'll expand on a couple of those things because they wound up going in, in detail on some of those um, aspects of what's coming in different panels of the show uh, over the course of the two days. But one thing that wasn't mentioned in that particular clip was they did also announce the time frame of the guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind mm-hmm. opening which is summer of 2022 mm-hmm. so they've narrowed it down from the year summer 2022 to a it's three-month summer. time frame in 2020 so we're getting there we're slowly getting there
1: that's how they do right that's still better than just 2022 i, I mean at this point mm-hmm. at least with the um with tron they're just like tron great we- <laughs> that's coming i don't know we're just gonna big thumbs tron. up it's coming yes. yeah it still looks like it has a whisk over there but yeah class uh, cosmic rewind and uh then he kind of like reminded everybody you know this is a reverse catapult um reverse mm.
0: launch i would say catapult makes it sound like yeah sorry launch, reverse sending launch. you out into space yeah.
1: <laughs> reverse launch like of its kind i think and it's i think yes. they said it's gonna be one of the longest roller coasters like in the he said oh. in the universe I was like maybe out there in the universe. Um and they did some art renderings that they showed us of what the like line queue is going to look like so I thought that was kind of cool. I'm just really excited yeah. about it cuz when you look at the line queue uh building it's ginormous. Like when I mean mm-hmm. it's all big but when you're looking at you're like no this building is just for the line queue and then you can see where you actually go to get on the roller coaster. So I'm just really excited about that one. Mm. Um Yeah, the next thing was Fantasmic. Fantasmic Fantasmic is coming back to Hollywood Studios in 2022. They didn't give us an exact date for that either. Um, But it also dispels rumors that the space is being torn down or reimagined. They're bringing it back. Um, Was it, I can't remember, it was someone else that showed an aerial shot? Or did they show an actual aerial shot in the A bunch of
0: clowns um, were taking an image and running with it and filling in the void with non-facts. But I think they were actually doing construction on it. And they took that to mean that they're dismantling it.
1: Yeah, there's like no water and stuff back there, so it was like, oh, but they are showing, I guess, that they they are like they were working on it probably to just fix some things.
0: Well, yeah, Um, and then and then in D twenty three, Disney announced that it during its closure they've enhanced it by adding some new elements. So of course they have to drain the water, right? That's how that works.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, it says they're replacing a segment of the show. They're going to have new characters, like new stunt performers um yeah some of the new characters will be from frozen they've got some from aladdin and moana because you gotta have moana you know we don't have enough moana in the parks she's not also i just really wish they would have used her more in enchantment <laughs> we were making that joke when we were watching it because we we're just like we just need more Moana. i just can't believe they didn't do another song for moana just three songs in Still makes
0: me angry anyway can i i'm gonna okay here's a here's a moana rant from greg okay my rant is not okay, the go. inclusion of moana my rant is about mm-hmm. the people who seem to be outraged by it here's the thing of all of the <laughs> me? Are you talking about me <laughs> no it's not you it's it's a bunch it's a bunch of the clowns on tiktok but i'm gonna okay. call everyone clowns now because i'm trying to keep i know the i'm G like rated, is that a but... new
1: thing clowns i'm trying to get on yeah there's a okay. bunch of
0: clowns so um here's the thing about the Moana soundtrack. Okay. Of all of the soundtrack, Disney soundtracks that come on while I'm on the treadmill, there is only one that I will run to, and it's like three songs from the Moana soundtrack. So yeah, my point yeah. is, is that so those are like, uh, to use a phrase, the kids I think used five years ago, there are some real bops on there, okay? And here's the thing. Yeah. I looked yesterday because I was curious. Um, I don't know if you've looked up the highest grossing Disney animated movies over time. Moana happens to be number 15. But it's ahead of a lot of the other ones that are more heavily used. And I bring that up to right. say it was a popular movie. So I don't, yeah. I'm do not i not 100% sure why everyone's like kind of latching on to the fact that Moana is being injected into every park. She probably should have been there since the movie came out. We wouldn't have probably cared so much yeah. if it was more gradual. Right. I think instead of it being gradual, they kind of like flipped a switch. And I will definitely yeah. agree to that. But I think it's cool because the music from that movie
1: is awesome. So – yeah greg's
0: okay with that. but also
1: but you know what other music is really good um the hunchback Notre dame has really good music and uh pocahontas has really good music and i'm like yes again no pocahontas in the park so
0: pocahontas I mean, has I a don't... nice reveal moment in phantasmic there's like a little bit of a drum up of music and then boom she's there at the top of the mountain like she gets her own yeah. little, little spotlight not enough but she gets a little something
1: right not the moana not the Moana kind, you know. No, what is the is What is the top? Is Frozen the top grossing? Like, was Frozen the yeah. top animated? It's okay. Frozen
0: Two, actually. Is it really? Oh yeah. Like, Fro- Frozen- if you thought Frozen One was big, Frozen Two was wow. one point four billion. Frozen One was one point two, if I remember correctly. Yeah.
1: I wonder what the other ones are. Like, what is what's before Moana? Like, what are the other ones up there? Anyways. We could talk about that later, but...
0: Google it. While you're driving, everybody, just question. Give it a go. Okay. Give it a go. Next (laughs) thing that they announced, or really just kind of gave an allusion to, is the Festival of Fantasy Parade Returning to Magic Kingdom in 2022. Uh, No exact date, but what was interesting about this was they also mentioned how cavalcades are going to stay around. So we're getting a full parade in Magic Kingdom. Don't know if the other cavalcades in Magic Kingdom are staying, but they are keeping cavalcades in... I'm guessing Hollywood Studios. It's really other the only parks. other park that has them. They got rid of it and I've cut already. And um, in, as you know, in Animal Kingdom, they call them flotillas
1: because
0: mm-hmm. they're on, the, they're on the, the water.
1: Yeah. They just wave from the water. They're like, we're coming yes. through. Bye.
0: But I mean, that means we get Maleficent back in the park other than for yes. the boobash. And yeah. um, it's a cool parade, obviously, right? If you've seen it before, it's got great music in it. So I'm looking forward to seeing the full-fledged parade in the hottest part of the day. I think it's great.
1: <laughs> That's right. Three o'clock, yes. man. It's just that real hot Oof. part. It's the yes. worst. And I just, like, so obviously we're bringing back the cavalcades. Do you have a sound clip for that?
0: Yeah. So Disney announced a new cavalcade. And here is a little bit of what that announcement sounded like. I've often thought that while I was in the park, it'd be, wouldn't it be great if just something came by and I got a chance to see the characters? Well, those are here to stay and we love them, but we are bringing a new cavalcade the Magic Kingdom. Uh, This one combines Disney and Pixar. And Tara, please tell us about this exciting cavalcade. Yes,
1: it is called the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade. And it is great. It does combine characters from Pixar and Disney characters, but it has the most characters in it that we have had in a cavalcade to date.
0: Okay, we're going to have to hold her to that. So most characters, if there's not enough we're going to
1: have to join in the Well, fun I can and tell you who some of them are. Do you want to know who some of them I are? I do. I yes. want to know. Okay. Don't you want to know everyone. who's in this cavalcade? <laughs> so you know all of our characters have adventures, right? And they are on a grand one traveling through the Magic Kingdom. And so we have everyone from Nick and Judy from Zootopia to Baloo and King Louie from The Jungle Book to Jose Carioca and Panchito of the Three Caballeros, Miguel from Coco, Merida, Moana, Mulan, Elena, Jasmine, The Incredibles, Woody, Jesse, Max, Stitch, and Clarabelle Cow. Wow! They love their Clarabelle Cow. And Clarabelle Cow. <laughs> uh, you know what I call the? Uh, you know what I call a cavalcade with the most characters that they have ever had. What? Uh, it's it's called a parade. That's what it's called. <laughs> I'm like seriously. I'm like literally listening to this. Like this is so ridiculous. It's called a parade, and you get and guess who's not in this parade? What do you know? It's Pocahontas. She's not yes. in this parade. <laughs> Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade, a.k.a. Disney Adventure Friends Parade. Yes. It sounds like so.
0: <laughs> if you'd like a speculation here, everybody, it sounds yeah. like they're going to do Festival of Fantasy. During the 50th celebration, they're still going to have Mickey and Minnie on their 50th floats. And then this cavalcade, mm-hmm. which sounds like, it again, I don't know, but it sounds like it's replacing the others because some of the other characters mentioned, like the princess float one, they're yeah. going to be on this. They're going to be on in this cavalcade. And then also, like, the other Fantasyland characters. Um, that the, mm-hmm. Some of them were mentioned in there. used to be on their own float as well. So maybe it'll be reduced in number. But when it's out there on the parade route, they'll yeah. be all jammed up on one or two floats, I guess. I don't know. I do. Yeah, that's I know,
1: what
0: I... Yeah, I know you're joking about the... Or maybe you're serious. About the parade versus cavalcade thing. But the one thing I really like about... The cavalcade is that it happens multiple times, meaning yeah. you don't have to, like, if you miss it, you got to wait till uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know why? Because I, the reason why I haven't seen Festival of Fantasy a lot is because it really, truly, because it's the hottest part of the day. Yeah. Not so much right now, but from, like, May on through September, it's freaking mm-hmm. hot. So I just don't see it. So the idea of there being a cavalcade, you know, like, in the morning, let's say 11 o'clock, like, okay, it's still hot, but, like, I can leave right after that.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll give you that. Whatever. I still think it's a parade. <laughs> Anyways, the next thing that they announced was Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. And that'll debut in 2022 as well. It was formerly called Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair. If you've, like, seen it. I feel like they would do that a couple times a day. It would be, like, at 11 and, like, 1 o'clock. I feel like there's always a 1 o'clock one of this. Um, but it had a lot of Tangled characters. Um, Princess and the Frog. I felt like there was a lot of the, like, newer movie characters in it and mickey man obviously were in that but um that's where i was talking about that one character that was from tangled that just looked very i'm like i can't believe you guys let the guy up there with that headpiece (laughs) on um (laughs) but anyways so this is going to be a new one it will have a special 50th anniversary component to it and uh like the same they say the same movies are incorporated but it's obviously going to have a new opening number and then a new finale it'll just be a little bit oh yeah and a new song changing it up new choreo new choreo (laughs)
0: they gave us a little magic band plus update so they had previously Mm -hmm. announced that the magic band plus is coming to walt disney world but the new part is that it's coming to disneyland in 2022 which is a big deal because they have not had Mm -hmm. magic bands of any kind they don't have their gen one magic band this is so or gen two magic band this is the first thing they did also say that the bands will you know continue to continue the features of the previous generation so entering to the parks opening your resort door charging to your room that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. a few other new features they mentioned gesture recognition um so if you mm-hmm. like give someone the angry fist or something maybe <laughs> i don't know and uh also some haptic feedback so think of like how i have your you have your smartwatch watch on and it vibrates when you get a text but it's like kind of like a smaller type of a thing like that mm-hmm. um This sounds a lot like an enhanced version of what used to be glow with the show when you had the hat, the Mickey ear hat that would light up with the, you know, synchronized to the whatever. Interactive. If you've been to to a concert in the past five years, you may have gotten like a wristband Mm -hmm. or something that does that. So they look kind of cool. A little bit of – I know like we kind of talked about it when it first was announced and I was unsure whether the screen would – change if it was a static image it looks like it's a static image so to speak but it lights up kind of a thing so it looks like it doesn't display anything so it's not a yeah it's not like a smartwatch replacement it's just a magic band replacement and uh just a a different type of version of it
1: yeah and it's only going to be 89.99 is that right I don't know. Just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> if you're staying at a resort. Yeah.
0: That's the pre-arrival <laughs> price. Once you get there, it's yeah. one twenty-nine ninety-nine. You can either go, yeah. you can either buy a magic band or go to a or boo bash. It's one or the other. Yes.
1: <laughs> or sleep, you know, one night at one of the, uh, at one of the all all-star resorts. Um, thing that they have in animal kingdom they announced is the finding nemo musical is coming back in 2022 we had announced this earlier when they like just basically announced like hey we're not getting rid of it it's just being reimagined yes. um and we have a sound that announcement too don't we we do uh now i'm really
0: glad to have your company tell us a little bit about the reimagining of nemo the musical i'm so glad that you asked i'm thrilled to share some details about the reimagined version of finding nemo the musical which, is, of course, is coming to Theater in the Wild at Disney's Animal Kingdom. For starters, we have a name. Oh, we have a name. What is it? We are officially calling this new show, Finding Nemo, the Big Blue and Beyond. That's it. Finding Nemo, the Big Blue and the what, people? Beyond. And this show will actually take place in the timeline of the film Finding Dory. Uh, when you take your seat in the theater, you'll actually be sitting down in the Marine Life Institute. The Big, Blue, and the Beyond. Don't forget to bring your 20% off coupon. The Big
1: Blue World. Uh, I feel like that it's in up. a different... <laughs> I know. I do like that it's in uh, the Finding Dory story timeline. Can I ask yeah. you a side question about this? Did you feel like watching this, you're just like watching a terrible play? Like Their dialogue <laughs> back and forth is like, I'm so glad you asked. I'm, I'm like, seriously? This is terrible. I it... get that they have all these like special people coming out to make these announcements, yes. but I feel like the banter in between them so robotic that I'm like, this just doesn't feel natural. It feels weird. No,
0: do you know what it is for me? So the guy that was leading that I actually really liked because he he was uh, dropping mm-hmm. some jokes throughout. But you can tell that the the other people they were bringing on are are I'm gonna say probably but definitely really great at their job. But I don't think yeah. that normally they have to present in a like a Hollywood version of it. They probably are yeah. used to presenting things in a I'm assuming a conference room setting where you don't right. need to banter. Right? You're just kind of getting down to business. So. That yeah. part was interesting to me. It's like, okay, well, you don't have to phrase it that way. Just cut out the banter. It's yeah. like, okay, yeah, like just talk about it. You don't need to pretend to be Song and dance. And I'm rant. so
1: glad that you asked. Let's asked. explain <laughs> this now.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> anyway, so that's more of the WDW updates. Um now Greg's gonna tell us a little bit about Project EXO.
0: Yeah. So if you've been watching, I don't know, Instagram or TikTok or even like YouTube videos from Disney and you've seen Disney California Adventure over there at the Avengers campus, you may have seen the Spider-Man experience where he is slinging his webs and he winds up flying from one like side of the building to the other. Hey, guys, that's a robot. Not to ruin the magic for you. So we've kind of talked about or okay, we've seen some note, videos I'm of things.
1: Legitimately, I did not know that. Like I was like, <laughs> wait, what? I there thought that go. was a real person. Literally into, like, today.
0: A, tis a robot. Yeah, so what cool. they were showing during the segment um, on the first day of the D23 event was, like, the robot that they had built and designed and, and you know, whatever. And he was doing the motions that Spider-Man would do in the air, which is, like, really wild. So they are able to get this robot to articulate while mid-flight, which is, like, nuts, right? He's, like, somersaulting in the air and posing, like, Spider-Man, like, with his wrists out, you know, slinging webs and stuff. But
1: Hold on, wait. Do you remember when we... Um we watched something it was part of the Imagineering story I feel like I remember yes. We were watching yes we were like what are they doing that for I just put together in my head just now I'm like that's what they were doing those dummy things for was for that yes oh, yeah that's just what day. I was going to mention so
0: if you've seen that and I couldn't yeah. remember where it was from so thanks for reminding me it was from the Imagineering story I thought it was like a random YouTube video but it probably is the case yeah where they were like kind of shooting them out of a cannon kind of a thing and like they would like pose and stuff or yeah that type of stuff so that's led to the project that we actually get to see in real life which is the spider-man over there in california adventure but more locally um they wanted to just talk about the future of audio animatronics and robotic technology and stuff and they showed an independently moving Groot, like walking on the ground with his little like guardians of the galaxy suit kind of thing on and Mm -hmm. you know unlike push the talking trash can from Tomorrowland or the talking tree, if you remember that. Um, this was a little bit, a little more fancy, right? Like, this is this was an right. independently moving robot that, like, moved his legs and arms and stuff and could, we assume could talk. I don't know. They didn't I didn't hear any audio of that. But really mm-hmm. interesting. And then they also brought out a guy in, like, this big suit where if you've ever been to Pandora and Animal Kingdom, I forget what they're called, but it's, like, mm-hmm. the utility suit guy where they're, like, you know, yeah. they it's clear they've stepped into a suit to, like, enhance their armor. But On this, they kind of – this is more of a behind-the-scenes thing where there was a person operating this, um, which is essentially like a big kind of movable audio-animatronic, to be able to play Mm -hmm. much larger-than-life characters because he was, I don't know, 10 feet tall or something with big, giant feet. Yeah, but they were showing how they've advanced their technology so that the burden of the weight of this big, giant suit – which enabled this guy to like have these big hands that he was pretending to like shake the hands of the guy on stage. Right. Um, the way that they've worked it out, like it doesn't put the burden of the weight on the person. Like every time it moves, it moves, it redistributes where the weight is. It's like this really fancy technology that just goes over my head. You know what I mean? Like I have a hard time setting my clock during daylight savings time. And they're over there making robots where people can operate it in a way that the weight shifts so that they don't like die from being pressured.
1: Well, yeah, And it's also about the materials that they're using because they're 3d printing a lot of these things that like makeup like he brought out where like they're three printing like muscles like things that they mm-hmm. can make um look like muscles because they're easy to move and they're a light material and so it's like basically the exo right the exoskeleton of this thing mm-hmm. that they would build like something around it and it would all be like lighter material so it's easier to move around like the Groot thing legitimately looks like a child in a costume so like looking in his eyes <laughs> like is this real i'm really creeped out yes (laughs) Um, that's the uncanny
0: valley is what they've achieved there
1: you can't stop yeah like you can't stop looking at it and it like with the shot and um the avatar ride why can't i think of what it's
0: called the navi river journey
1: The navi river yeah like i just remember when i saw it for the first time like you can't stop staring at it because you're like legitimately it looks like a real person and like yeah i was like i can't stop staring at it it's just so crazy like to think this is a robot moving around and it's so real looking
0: if anyone out there wants to visualize how beth stares at the shaman in the never of journey it's the way that keenan thompson does any of his big open eye stares in any <laughs> yeah. skit on snl
1: <laughs> so good and almost laughs in all of his skits he always yes, has a face that like he's about to laugh in every skit he does
0: that's why I, oh. I can't act in comedy i can't do any kind of acting but so they posted this to their instagram too um, Disney did about the Project XO, and they showed like a there was still or a video of the guy and Enter the Clowns because a bunch of people are like, "Oh, you're going to fix the Yeti now?" And uh, uh, Expedition ever oh. people love talking about the Yeti and the. I know. Uh, meanwhile, if it weren't broken, you're people like, oh, wouldn't care you about not it. Oh, are you going to not
1: complain? You're going to not complain when they have to shut it down for a year to fix the Yeti? No, because those will be the same Just people that are like livid that it's closed
0: let the yeti die that's what i say so there was another segment during d23 that focused on transportation which i will say admittedly not in and of itself like a particularly exciting topic but Mm -hmm. they they gave a lot of uh little nuggets some fun facts during the presentation yeah that i thought everyone might want to know um we kind of boiled it down to the things that we thought were interesting um one of which well actually the host of the segment was brett i I don't know how to pronounce his last name i assume it's iwan or ewan 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 i think it's brett ewan (laughs)
1: people are probably like Um, seriously
0: i don't know anyway he's the voice he's the voice of mickey currently so uh interesting and he sat down with a bunch of imagineers who are nerding out on transportation which is kind of cool honestly Mm And now that i think about it but um the first thing is i think sometimes people forget just how big disney world property is it's Mm -hmm. gigantic They say it's twice the size of Manhattan. And if that's not a geographical marker enough for you, they say it's the size of the city of San Francisco, which is a gigantic property. It's 42 square miles, I want to say. It's either 42 or 47 um, Disney Mm. World. It's a gigantic piece of land. So obviously they need a bunch of different methods of transportation to get guests from point A to B constantly. Yeah. Something else they mentioned was how Walt used to land his plane on World Drive, and then eventually they built the STOL port, that's S-T-O-L port, Stollport. that stands for Short Takeoff and Landing. If you're no. driving down World no Drive, so there. it's like the main, the main north-south road um, off of, that intersects like 192 and that other mm-hmm. road, Osceola Parkway and whatnot, and I-4, that's the main road, and for a while that was the road, because Epcot wasn't there, Hollywood Studios wasn't there, and, and Animal Kingdom all the way off to the side was not there. So that was like the main road, they'd have to close it down, Walt would land his little plane. I'm sure he was yeah. piloting it, right? He would, anyway, he right. would land his, he'd take off his sky goggles and he would get out of his plane. And eventually they built the little landing strip and it's still there. You can see it. You can't go up to yeah, it. A lot I've of times construction vehicles are there, but if you drive by it. So if you're coming from Fort Wilderness going towards Magic Kingdom, you can definitely see it, but it's just mm-hmm. past the auto plaza off to the right. And I wonder if you can see it from the monorail. I haven't done the Epcot monorail. Run mm-hmm. in a while, I wonder if you can kind of see it through the trees, but anyway um it's it's there, and uh just isn't in use anymore, but he had his own little little teeny tiny strip. runway that they say was yeah. five and a half football field long Tell us uh, speaking TTC? of that area, the ticket and transportation center or the t t c was built specifically to disperse crowds from the front of Magic Kingdom and what they called a multi mobile hub. So, again, if you ever go on Google Maps and look at it, it's evolved over time, but that's what it looks like. Um, A lot of times Disney does, like, the spoke method of things where there's a central something and then things kind of poking out of it like a wheel on a bicycle, right? So it's kind of what it looks like is there's the central part and then the monorail tracks coming out one way, then the other. Mm -hmm. And for a while there, there were buses coming in and out of there. Um, instead of bringing you to the front of the park or in addition to right the intent for all of that was to create an experience for guests that was unlike reality so in order to get to magic Kingdom you had to use Disney transportation to get to magic Kingdom right park. so right. basically after you left your car you've left reality be home you've left reality at home you're on Disney yeah. property in a in a Disney transportation something a boat a monorail uh, maybe a bus depending on weather stuff so an intentional thing they did to that. You basically have to use extra time to get to the park, but for a cool reason, they want you to have that experience to start before you even get into the park itself.
1: They don't want you rolling up in your booty like uncle buck. Okay. That's, that's just <laughs> really takes you out of the really takes you out of fantasy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, I get what they were doing. I get that. I get that. Too. Yeah. Uh, and then the other part. So after coming over from the TTC, one of the first things you see is the train station. We all know Walt loved trains, right? He just loved the trains. We were talking about the trains earlier because we have like, not fun trains that come through our town. But he, he, Doug's like, Yeah, but you like the train to Disney World? I'm like, Yeah, because it's like a steam or a coal train or whatever. It makes an amazing sound. Steam, it's not like yeah. a freight train. Yeah. Um, steam. Yeah, sorry. I, say, well, I don't know. Whatever. They all look the same. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah. What I think Was is interesting just, like, about another... that is. That I have never really thought about it, meaning I just knew that the train station was always there, but they chose to make that a focal point, right? Because you can make a train loading station anywhere in the park. There are two other ones um, in the park, but they chose to make the main one be the very first thing you see instead of anything else, right? It could have just been nothing. It could have been that you saw the castle. I know they like to have the curtain up, so to speak, but I don't know what came Mm -hmm. first. Did the train come first? They called out the curtain or did they want a curtain? So they made it a train. Don't know. Right. But I never really put thought into why is the train station there. And then they used to have the opening show there in the morning where the characters right. would come out on the train.
1: On the train. Um, but we know
0: yeah, we know the the railroad is currently under construction right now because of the the Tron construction. If you go on the people mover, you can see there's still parts of the track missing over there in Tomorrowland. But they did say during the segment that while the Walt Disney World Railroad is down during the Tron construction, they've had the chance to refurbish the trains. They completely redid and polished up and made um train engine number one look beautiful it looks really nice so you can tell just by looking at it it was redone mm-hmm. totally restored so it sounds like okay well it might not be operating as and as fun as it would be to be on it it sounds like they're still taking care of it so that when it comes back it's going to be even better than it was before
1: i feel like that's going to be a sound that's going to make me cry is like the first time i hear the train again at yeah. disney world like uh, going to the parks and then hearing the train it's going to be amazing yes can't uh. wait Um, So one Imagineer mentioned his favorite ode to transportation in the parks and we're going to play a little sound clip of that.
0: Yes, so I joked in the beginning of this part of it that there were a bunch of Imagineers kind of nerding out about transportation. Here's a a little clip of what one of them thinks is the best nod to transportation in all of Walt Disney World. And finally, also at Epcot, I think this is like prime example of transportation is just fun and cool, the train garden of Germany. The Germany Train Garden was installed uh, for a flowering garden like 16 years ago or something, and it is still there today because it was such a hit with everyone. You can't... I love it. It's not moving anybody. It's literally just trains for trains. It is trains for trains. There's also this yeah. one gentleman, though, who we recognize oh, is yeah. under the Christmas tree. I think he's trying to see what he's getting for Christmas or something. I oh, think yeah. he enjoyed the food and wine festival a little too much. But... All <laughs> right, Getting better with our banter. Okay. That's I'm right. on board. You're getting a
1: little bit better on that one. He was a little bit like, he's like, literally just, yeah, I felt like that was much better. It wasn't like, what are we going to see next? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyways, let's talk about the numbers. So then they talked about transportation by the numbers. This is kind of stuff that I like to like, it just gives you more of a picture thing. So, so property-wide there are 400 buses, 12 monorails, which I'm like, wow, 12, 40 watercrafts, 30 trams, and 300 Skyliner cabins. Put that in your pocket. 30 that trams pocket. that are not running yet. Yes. Oh, when are they going to start running the trams again? I don't understand that. Like I don't know. You're outside. <laughs> people just pick people up at their cars. That's all they want.
0: Trams were not mentioned during the uh, any of the segments that I heard. Certainly not during the Walt Disney World updates. Um, neither was Disney Genie Plus, the Lightning Lane, uh, that kind of stuff. But... Um, Because this is the D23 Destination D event, whatever, whatever, and it's, Mm -hmm. you know, full of uh, what they call ultimate Disney fans because it is the official Disney fan club. They played a lot of music in between the segments on the live stream anyway. Don't know what they played in person. I didn't go to it, but they played a bunch of stuff in between and it's some classic Disney background music with some new stuff. Some of them are aggressively catchy and straight up Disney earworms. And honestly, as much as I hate it, I love every second of it, right? So I wanted to bring some clips to you all. I don't know if you've heard it. And some of these I know we've played before. I think I've even played this next one on Sounds We Love or, I don't know, like Sounds From the Past or something. Mm But I just, every time, if I, I hear the song every now and then on like hold music or whatever. But when this came on this weekend, I just sat there and listened to the lyrics. And I was just like, I just was trying to picture exactly how many (laughs) puffs of smoke were in the writer's room. Uh, Specifically during this song And you know it from the Pavilion with the same name Over in Epcot Let's listen to the land We all love Nature's plan will shine above. Listen to the land Listen to the land The seasons come And the seasons go Nature knows everything that it must know. The earth and man can be good friends. Let's listen so our harvest time will never end. Let's listen to the land. We all love. What the heck is he saying? I don't know. Listen to the land.
1: Listen to the
0: land. I hope you go to bed tonight, and that's all you.
1: Clearly, you're not listening land greg otherwise you I don't know
0: it. what i was thinking
1: it sounds like a song oh that my. you could go to a disney camp and that's what they would teach you and like yes around the campfire and we're like let's listen to the land you go home and be like your mom's like oh what did you learn at camp you're like let's listen to the land basically you're all hippies <laughs> by the time you leave that camp
0: that's what it is yes oh my goodness bunch of tree huggers knows everything anyway it needs to know yes <laughs> i mean i never thought about it but you talk shouldn't that, Earth or- need to know yeah i don't know
1: i guess um I see some other clips here. I don't know if you can top that yes. one. Can you top it? I don't
0: All know. Right. Here's the thing. So they played um they okay. did some like odes to the decades there and um mm-hmm. since we've kind of covered like 90s ourselves here and we probably talked about the 80s. Here's a clip from the 70s and as I was describing it before we hit re- record, I had told you that it sounded like very Partridge Family and sure yeah. enough you're singing a Partridge Family song that reminded me of this. So this was during the I think this might have actually been the primetime special when Disney World opened cuz the the scene here is they start out okay. in the Crystal Palace, then wind up in Tomorrowland, but it's before like the big refurbishment of Tomorrowland. Um, well, the first big refurbishment of it, so there's really not a lot there, just like those big kind of like spire posts. But they're mm-hmm. just running around Magic Kingdom singing this song as a way to try to get you to visit Disney World. Okay. Just, just to laugh,
1: you like more, more. To from things that more, more. You will get your money's worth.
0: Whenever I hear songs like that, I just picture Austin Powers coming out of the water, like in the opening sequence. Also,
1: um, write down if you listen to the land, right? So that's your first note. Your second note is that life is a kumquat. Someone said that. Yes.
0: I don't know. Someone said that. Something about not cashing your chips in, but winning, but keep winning instead. And I was like, what is happening?
1: sure like to do that did you hear the person uh filming that was like giggling you can hear the giggle and the person who, oh, <laughs> whoever no. was recording that whoever was recording that, i heard it. <laughs> it's like oh my gosh
0: <laughs> was that me i hope not all right what's um all right no. i have two more things for you all because this is this is just how it is with disney sounds okay here's another oldie but goodie it's like a main street usa song you've probably heard it before but it's just one of those things where like you know someone sat down in a recording studio and and just you know what here's here you go a little disney nostalgia for you all Woo! They, the flappers appeared on the scene
1: twenty-cent gasoline radios and dixieland jazz brownie cameras and razzmatazz snap shots of the whole family give that button a squeeze
0: I like to think anytime there's a song that uses the word razzmatazz, you've got a hit on your hands.
1: Yeah. She is definitely wearing a flapper outfit wherever yes. she is. She's got that black, you know, the 20s hair with the flapper costume. Yes. She was probably an extra in the movie uh, Chicago. Who knows? Razzmatazz! Yes. She was doing a Charleston yes. for sure.
0: Right after she they called cut, she went over to. and smoked her big, long, skinny cigarette.
1: Basically, yeah. She I have one more clip for you. It's
0: all good. <laughs> I have one more clip for you. And this is definitely different from everything else I played because it's new. It's not like brand new, but it's new. I want to say in the past year or so. And I don't know how to okay. pronounce this artist's name. I think it might be Kaylee. I'm going to put a, a clip to the mm-hmm. YouTube video of this um, in our show notes because I, I think it's a, a cool version of this song. But see if you can figure out or see how long it takes for you to figure out what song she's singing here. <laughs> know it
1: i don't know it
0: oh my gosh i'll play a little more for you on. then okay, okay good because it's a, it's a slow down like jazzy version of it i love it so here's a little more yeah
1: i was like and when it becomes a reality it's a dream
0: Dude, I think that's such a cool version of
1: that I song. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. a better... It's better than, that's a great, <laughs> oh. Oh. I like that. I like that version of that uh,
0: I don't know if it's Sealy or Kaylee. I feel bad, I don't know, but I've only it's... ever read the look, name. Let me spell heard it. Even. If I'm you sorry. want
1: to look her up, it's C-L-E-I-G-H, and the last is Cardinal, like the bird.
0: Yes. Yes, so we'll put that in a, a link to that um, song on YouTube anyway, so you can see it because th- there's like a kind of a video that goes along with it. Because you heard them pouring coffee in the beginning, I think she's like in a diner setting or something. But I thought that was that they played that like kind of in between segments. I thought this was gotta jot this one down. I thought it was really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a bop, sure.
0: Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to next year. I think next year is going to have a little more larger scale announcements. It's going to be back in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. So a year from now, we'll be doing another D23 Digest episode for you. But I did mention yeah. in the beginning of this episode that I have a follow-up question for you. And um, also a fun fact I've been meaning to mention, we wound up talking to a mm-hmm. cast member who used to work at um, Cosmic Rays, and we were talking about mobile orders. Um, this She now works at the Roaring Fork over at... Um, Wilderness Lodge, which is where we had our uh, marshmallow makeup applicator, if you remember us talking about that a couple episodes ago. Anyway, long story. You have to, listen to Two episodes ago. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, she was telling us, because we had done a mobile order, that she used to work at Cosmic Rays in Magic Kingdom. And she said on a busy day, average day, you know, kind of leaning towards busy, they would do somewhere between 250 to 300 mobile orders per hour every yeah. single day. Yeah. So over the course of the day, you're talking thousand plus.
1: I can't remember. Is it only? Are they only mobile order, or you can go wait in line here?
0: Yeah. And the beginning of the reopening, it was mobile order only on the busier days. But now it's you. You can go in. There's just usually only one register open. Most people are mobile. You got to get through
1: the. uh, You got to get through the bouncers first. They like stand there with folded. Like you got the order ready. You can't come in here if you don't.
0: Um, Sorry. I also wanted to ask about your Ohana reservation. So I know we talked about how you were able to go and, um, you've shared all about your dining experience on last episode, but I don't know that I re- I don't remember asking what your process was like trying to get your last minute reservation. And I asked because one, I'm trying to get a last minute Ohana reservation for my birthday next yeah. week. And two, I know a lot of us who are traveling to the parks are trying to get their last minute reservations too. So if you wouldn't mind just walking us through how you wind up getting, your last minute Ohana reservation.
1: So Doug was like, you know what? I'm just going to spend like the next hour and I'm going to keep refreshing the page and see if something pops up. So what happened was it did just literally there for like an hour. And he just like refreshed the page. He was like watching TV or something. And so one <laughs> actually did pop up and that's pretty much how we've always gotten reservations. Like if it, if we like haven't one in a time frame. So this was like, you know, days before. So it popped up. It was like maybe a week before he got the reservation. And then we decided that on the day of, we were going to try to, um, day before we were going to try to move it, like move the time okay. because it's easier to move the time once you actually have a reservation. So that's yes. what I like. If one pops up for the day that you want, just grab it because chances are you can change the time. So that's what we always do. If it's on the day that you want for like that time, the time frame is like dinner or breakfast. If it pops up, just grab it. And then what most people don't know is that you have 24 hours before to cancel your reservation. So, usually mm. around 24 hours before your reservation or the like time that you want, there's a lot of people that are canceling because they've decided that they're going to go somewhere else whatever it is. So that's when you want to like start refreshing your app just to see if another time pops up. And so the day before, that's what he was doing. I can't remember if it was the day before. The... Yeah, I think it was the day before. He just kind of did the same cause... thing. He just
0: Yeah. Mhm.
1: He just spent some time. He was like, I'm just going to like, we're walking around or something. And he was like, I'm just going to keep refreshing it. And like one popped up for, I think it was like four, I think it was like four ten or something. And so he was yeah, like, that's closer to what time. we want for sure. Like, cause we wanted to get in like as soon as they open. Oh, so he grabbed it. Um, and so we got like a, so we were like, perfect. This is great. And then we just pretty much got there a little bit early to like get checked in. Cause you can always check in early if you want to. So anyways, we're waiting in line and there are two people behind us that were doing the walk-up list. So I have heard really good things about the walk-up list and I was kind of talking to them because I wanted to know how it sort of worked and how their experience went with it. Um, so the walk-up list does not open until their restaurant opens for that time frame.
0: Ah, okay. So
1: you can't, you can't do it before, but you do have to be in the vicinity. So I was telling a friend of mine who's going after Christmas, I'm like, just go to the Polynesian or be close to the Polynesian, like right when they open, which is at three 30 for dinner. Um, And then you go click to get on the wait list. As soon as it pops up, you click join the wait list and they both at the wait time was 10 minutes and five minutes. So I Hmm. think not a lot of people know about the wait list, um, but everyone that I've talked to that's done it, they've gotten a table almost immediately. So don't fret. So I told her, I said, listen. If you don't get any reservations, I said, just pick a day that you want to eat there and plan to eat, like plan to eat dinner early. Cause I'm like, worst case scenario, you can go to Captain Cook's or something like Captain Cook's yeah. has great food, um, or just do something else in the park. But I was like, go, you know, plan to eat dinner early. They open at three 30. You need to be at the Polynesian, you know, like three 15 ish by the, at the latest. And as soon as it hits three 30, your app will open up for you to join the waitlist. And you just like, you add your party, click join the waitlist. And then it will tell you what your time frame is to wait. Um, but as of, now I don't, I haven't talked to anyone that's had to wait for a long time. They pretty much said it's like, it's almost immediate if not oh. like a few minutes. So that's why I was like, if you don't get something, I would just go over there and join the wait list. Okay. Um, you know, you probably won't have to wait that long to get a table.
0: I'm going to have to try this yeah. out because my birthday is coming up and I would really like to go to Ohana. I've been trying to get a reservation the normal yeah. way from 60 days out, but it's well, just, especially it's just if you don't
1: fun. have a ton of people, I think that it's yeah. just. It's easier. It's for you, always easier with they... a group of two. Yeah.
0: Until then, we have some more podcasting to do here. So uh, no right. news nuggets, right? I mean, we just did a whole bunch of nuggets that we got out of D23. So instead, we will move on to some Disney history, of course, brought to you in partnership with the Mouselits, who are currently doing some nice Black Friday deals, and I'm sure they have other stuff going on throughout the season. So make sure to go to their website, themouselits.com. I think they're becoming famous for their bags. So if you haven't seen any they of their are. bags before, go check them out because they're, they're actually amazing. really cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All They're right. like, we only have so many left for their like deals. I'm like, y'all oh, better jump on it. Yeah. They got so many bags left for they. I guess they got to get, you know, new shipments in. Yes. All right. Do you want me to kick it off? I think mine's before yeah. yours the, four years, the years. I'm going okay. all the way back to 1973. It's Thanksgiving week, so of course, mine has to be around the Thanksgiving Day parade, Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. Uh, I just love how they like said this one. It says cold, sunny skies greet New York City for the annual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Herald Square lineup includes a giant balloon of Mickey Mouse. The parade was celebrating the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney cartoons that year. Back on the ground, Mickey, Pluto, and Goofy march along Disney's circus wagon float. Disney is also represented with the Alice in Wonderland float, Captain Hook ship, and the Disney World castle float. It was like a big year for Disney in 1973, yeah. um, which is crazy because we're coming up on the 100th right, in a few years yeah um so that's why i'm like when i think it all, I was like wait pretty celebrating like 50 years of disney cartoons yeah, like, as it's they crazy. say yes yeah
0: i'm going to take us back to thanksgiving day but in 1962 the donald duck balloon returned to macy's thanksgiving day parade in new york city plot twist heavy rains during the parade caused the rim of donald duck's hat to fill up with water which then dumped oh, 50 gallons of rain onto a few parade watchers.
1: Oh, no. Could you imagine. Oh my goodness. That's terrible. That they is. were like, we got to figure out this float stuff, like or this yeah. balloon stuff Ooh. for next year. Yeah. Yikes. Um well, I also have a I have a picture too of the um I think you have a picture of the Donald float. You can find one, but the one of Mickey, it's just interesting, like how they looked back then. Cause they just, Creep. they're kind of creepy. Creep looking. They're not. Yes. Yeah. It's like not what you're thinking of today. So um, no. maybe we'll try to post that on our Instagram. So be looking for that.
0: Of course I have a quote coming your way, but before then, if you like, we heard today, please feel free to like subscribe, head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. If you'd like to support us and gain access to our bonus episodes, Uh, The one we recorded today that we'll release uh, the day after this episode releases on Wednesday features a new segment. And then uh, the one that we did in this particular Pat Chat, as we call it, because it is via Patreon. Mm -hmm. Um, We did Things You Can Say on Splash Mountain and also in the bedroom. So if you'd like to hear that and listen to the end of our uh, bonus episode, that's just the kind of thing that we do (laughs) over there. Um, We also have some exclusive content that we post to our Instagram story, too. That's exclusively for our supporters there as well. Mm-hmm. You can head over to our website, thatparklifepodcast.com. If you'd like to submit a magic ram, it's a way for you to send a little bit of pixie dust to someone you know that needs it. It is free for you and free for them to receive it. You can also submit cast member Magical Moments there, make suggestions for anyone you want us to interview on the show. All that happens there on our website. If you want to follow us on Instagram, our podcast account is at thatparklifepodcast.com. And my personal is at the Disney Greg.
1: And I am at the real Beth McDonald.
0: The quote I have for you today is from Mr. Walt Disney. And I thought it was appropriate since this is Thanksgiving week. Although the holiday started out with some pilgrims and whatnot, it is a nice time for you to reflect and to show some gratitude for things that you have in your life. You know what you are thankful for. So with that, this quote from Walt Disney, the more you are in a state of gratitude, the more you will attract things to be grateful for.
1: And, and with that, that,
0: we leave we'll you. We you thank you for week. joining us this week. Yes.
1: Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a good evening, holiday, everyone. Everybody. Have a great holiday. Bye.